Welcome to Ready to Lead, a show that gives you, the leader, tools, tips, and insights you need to grow your team, your company, and yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ready to Lead, the podcast for leaders to learn how to lead every day because every day is a new journey. I am so excited to be with our amazing guest today, Stacy Ferguson. Stacy, how are you doing? I am doing great. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So happy to have you. I, I hear legendary stories of you, and I can't wait for our listeners to be a part of them as well. By the way, my name is Jeff Mask. I'm the host today as, as always, but you know, sometimes I forget to tell you who I am. But I'm just ready to be with you all, ready to lead together, ready to learn together. Uh, what we're gonna talk about today and why I'm super, super excited about it is we're gonna be talking about unlocking the gifts in those that we lead. Let that sink in. Unlocking the gifts of those we lead. And, you know, whether that's within a team or within the company that you're growing, Stacy has done that and, the, and more with many, many people, including and starting with herself. Her story is awesome. I can't wait for you to hear it. And so I want you to, to get ready for this one, pun intended. Get, get something out to write with if you're mowing the lawn or if you're running, whatever it is. I want you to be able to capture some, some actions and some thoughts because I guarantee they will come. So, Stacy, again, thank you. Welcome. We are so blessed to have you here. How are you feeling today in general? How are things going for you? I'm feeling great. It's feeling good. It's a Monday, but it's sunny, so I can't complain. <laughs> I love it. You know, just before we started recording, for those that are listening, we were talking about potential distractions, and we both have teenagers, and we both smiled and laughed and said, yeah, this is about the time when they might be coming home from school, so let's be ready here and there, so... <laughs> <laughs> Anyone listening can can definitely uh, relate to potential distractions in life and a leadership. So let's jump in. Uh, I'd like to start. You know, we'll kind of go through three three themes. One, your origin story. Two, our role as leaders in unlocking others' gifts. And three, this interesting phrase that you have on your site that I think is genius: uh, life cake and career cake, and how we can eat them both, which is awesome, or have them both. I think it's such a yeah. genius way of thinking about it. So let's start with, with you and your story. T tell us kind of in your own words, what is it that you do and why? You know, when, when someone asks you, what do you do? What, how, how do you just kind of riff with them and let them know what you do? Yeah, definitely. So it's funny. It changes depending on like the year, right? Or time of year. But totally. so as of right now, a lot of you out there will understand this as leaders. Right now, what I do is help um causes reach the right audiences and motivate them and inspire them to make change. So very cool. If I'm being honest, that's probably what I've always been doing. And it's just taking it's just looks a little different now than maybe it did, you know, five, 10, 15 years ago. Right, right. I, I'm totally yeah. with you. And, and I think any entrepreneur can can definitely relate to your point, because we do morph as the market changes as, as yeah. change, our core principles and our core philosophies are the same. Those but how, how we kind of put them, you know, whatever, whatever dressing we give them varies based on the need and the season. So I'm totally with you there. I saw I just thought about this as you were saying that I saw this um, quote on Instagram yesterday, and it said, your gift is always with you. It's not something that leaves you or changes. It's just you're going to adapt it to the environment that you're in, right? Totally, totally. So 
that was it was cool for me to see because I'm like, oh yeah, whatever the thing is that's that's your gift, it's always it's always with you. It doesn't right. matter like, what job you have, what company you started, you know, who's on your team. That's really empowering. Yeah, so true. And you know, as we talk about this topic today, unlocking those gifts, it it presupposes that we assume people do have gifts, right? Uh, everybody does, right? Everybody so that's why. I love, I love that aspect. And I think you're totally, totally spot on. So that's great. All right. So another question, I, I, I'm dying to hear this. As, <laughs> the, the more I learn about you and the more you know, a lot of my friends and colleagues who have worked with you and just rave about you over and over, seriously, it's been really cool to hear the praise <laughs> for you. You have a story that you share on your site that I just am so intrigued by. When you were the fancy law firm, you're eight months pregnant and you have this massive epiphany. Share share with us what, what happened. I'm sure it's very real and raw for you. Go ahead and, and for, for my selfish reasons, I really want to hear. And for everyone else, I know this story is going to be awesome. Yeah, no, thank you for, for reading the site and seeing that. So here's what happened. I So first of all, as probably most of us, it's happened to us, right? We we set out in life thinking we were going to do one thing and we ended up over here. So I set out thinking I was going to be like this big entertainment lawyer. And so that's what I like went to school for and got to law school and did entertainment. And then I landed this job, which was actually amazing, air quotes, because it was this <laughs> big firm <laughs> that represented like big artists like Madonna, you know what I mean? Shania Twain, Lauren Hill at the time. And Very so cool. it was kind of like the dream. But, you know, what looks like the dream on the outside is is can be something different on the inside. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it's it's just contracts and a lot of paperwork and intellectual <laughs> property and long hours and late nights and weekends. And so three years in, I'm expecting my first child. And I'm working really late for this partner who shall remain nameless. <clears throat> and it's like pitch black outside. I'm hungry. Like my feet hurt, like all the things. And I'm working on this brief for him and I bring it to his office and it's like, it's like 9 PM. And all of a sudden he looks down and he real, like he sees me for the first time all day, like actually mm. sees me. You know what I mean? He's been looking at me all day, but he hasn't really seen me. And so yeah. he sees, oh yeah. She's got this huge pregnant belly. And he goes, oh, have you eaten today? And it's like, he asked me that at 9 p.m., right? After I've been like busting my butt for 12 right. hours. And at that right. moment, I was like, what am I doing here? Like, I had a, like this person, can I curse on here? Like this person doesn't give a crap about me, right? Or my health or well-being. Like if right. it took until 9 p.m. at night for you to ask me if I ate food, like that is a problem. And so at that moment, I was like, this is not for me. I have to make a decision. And that's when I started like looking for other opportunities to get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like so great to, 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 you know, first of all, have that goal, work your tail off to get to where you were, live that quote unquote dream job. So yep. props to you for doing the work to, to get there because that's not easy in and of itself. But then Dang. even more props to go, yeah, but this isn't what I want my life to be. That took, I'm guessing, yeah. a lot of courage and a lot of, you probably produced, or a lot of fear came from that. Like, tell, Was that a pretty scary moment to go, what am I doing? I need to change this? Or how did you feel through that? Very scary moment. And so 
here's what I did. I did the like, you know, I, I probably could have been even more courageous and like just, you know, quit and on the yeah. spot, you know, right. and something super dramatic. But what I did was just start to like quietly apply. But what I also did was I wanted an immediate change. So hmm. I knew that practice area was not conducive to the lifestyle I wanted to live. So I like was very, very nervous, but I said, I'm going to ask the managing partner of the firm if I can switch departments because another department I knew had more reasonable hours hmm. and I was actually nervous. And I went I to him and he said, sure. And that was another lesson for me, right? Like ask for what you want. Yeah. The worst they can say is no, and then you won't be any worse off than you were in the first place. But what if they say yes? Right. <laughs> and so that was like the first step. So mm-hmm. then, you know, the schedule got a bit better. I, I felt better. So I wasn't like dreading going to work every day. And then a few months later, like this other great employment opportunity came through where I went to the government. And Very so, cool. and, you know, like I was also worried, like, am I going to burn this bridge because this was supposed to be the firm to be, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the thing that we do ourselves where we try to talk ourselves out of it. Oh, totally. And so I go to his office and I'm like... I want to let you know that I'm going to be leaving. I got this other opportunity. And he was like, wow. He said, that is going to be perfect for you. He's like, if it were anywhere else, I would say, please don't go. But because it's the Federal Trade Commission, you have to go because they're amazing. Wow. Wow. I was like, totally not the reaction I was expecting. So it it was really great. And so, you know, really just encourage people to um, go with your gut. Like, that's a big thing for me. You, We Mm -hmm. all pretty much know deep down what's right because we're wired in a way that tells us like yeah and we just have been taught to ignore it and so yeah that was like the beginning of me like okay really listening to my anyway intuition so good it's almost a mini episode within the episode you know like just just, (laughs) like knowing what you want having the courage to go for it and then you know having the courage to listen to that voice and and follow through instead of letting fear and insecurity and now the other things we talked about in mindset get in the way, right? Just go for it. That's so you know great. What, what you're doing, Jeff? You're making me see how, and I never connected these dots, how I was unlocking my gift as, Exa- as throughout that process. Excellent. <laughs> Evil hands. They don't call me a coach for nothing. Right, right. I never thought about it that way. Yeah. Yeah. But see, that it's funny you say that because that's exactly the path that I was seeing. I was like, oh. These are the foundational steps that we need to do in order to let the gifts that we have within us breathe. Because fear and insecurity and self-doubt are what suppress our, our divine genius that's within us. And, yeah. and it, it's, it comes in all sorts of shapes and sizes, but really it comes down to that simple thing. We all have something amazing inside, but our loud voices, sometimes super loud voices, can just suppress what we know we can create and what we can do because it's more safe. It's more socially acceptable. It's more, it's what our parents said we should do, whatever it is, right? We all have those reasons why we just kind of hold up. I'm not good enough. I might fail, fill in the box. So yeah. I love the path that you did. And, and, and in a way you kind of had to go down this path so that you could authentically figure out how to unlock the genius and the gifts of others, right? Like it's hard to, help people do that when you haven't done it yourself. If you haven't so, experienced it, right? What yeah. you say, those are the best leaders um, who are speaking from experience. Because 
Because totally. we've all seen those people online, and you're like, hmm, I don't know. Did you? Did you? Did you live it? Did you like? How, how do you know what I'm going through? And yes, and not only that, but then my next step in my trajectory was being so. Ironically, now that I had more free time working for the government, haha, um, <laughs> I was able to start a blog. And through that is where I like found my voice online, developed an online community. And like, mm-hmm. this is like early days. So like yeah. six ish, you know, mm-hmm. and then building community with others and then creating. And so was able to start a, a blogging conference for women of color and in awesome. social media. Cause at the time we didn't see a lot of other people who look like us out there. Mm-hmm. And through that, like just everything just took off and exploded. I love it. It was so cool. I, lo- I love that you lived your dream, realized it wasn't what you thought it would be, had the courage to do something different. Then PS going to the FTC, no big deal, right? It's <laughs> <That's laughs> a pretty massive step, but also yeah. creating that extra space on the side to create and to find your yeah. voice. I just think it's super inspiring. I love it. I love it. I love it. And that you built a community for women of color online, how to build their business, how to, how to expand their voice. I love that, that you are very inspiring in many, many ways. So thank you. Thank you for that. So good. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. I'm already jazzed and I feel like there's enough value already in this, in this episode that it's like, man, we could mic drop now, but let's give more. <laughs> let's keep going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So the next section is around our role as leaders in unlocking others' gift. So from your perspective, how, how do we as leaders help identify and unlock the gifts in those we lead? What, what have you found that works when you do that? Totally, yes. So, so first, realizing that being a leader is about more than you, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's about other people. And, and think of all the great leaders through time, right? They're, they're inspiring others. And so that's mm-hmm. like the first thing, come at it from that perspective. The second thing is that assumption we talked about earlier, like everybody really does have, sometimes it's just buried. Sometimes they're just scared to let it out. A lot of times though, they really don't see it. And so you have to develop this sense of like combing through mm-hmm. all of the junk to mm-hmm. help them bring it to the forefront. So I think that's really important for us to do as leaders. And there's all different ways you can do that. You know, go with the way that feels most organic to you. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, what do you enjoy doing, right? What do people come to you for that you can do like as a no brainer in your sleep mm-hmm. that you don't even think of as a real thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like whether it's you bake the best cupcakes and every year everyone wants you to make the cupcakes at the holidays, right? Right, right. Or whether you're the friend that everyone asks, can you travel? Can you plan our travel? Yeah. You know, yeah. Like everyone right. it, it has that thing. And some people just don't see the big value in it. They may take it for granted. Yeah. Um, totally. They might think that it's not special. Like, right. Oh, well, you know, there's a thousand other people who make cupcakes. Like why are mm-hmm. I special? Right. 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 Because you're unique, you're different and you have to bring your full self to whatever it is that you're doing. I love so, it. So, yeah. So I hear a few things. I hear one, remember as a leader, it's not about you. It's about the people we're leading. Two, assume everyone has great gifts. Three, dig to find them. Dig and, to find and you just you just did some great exercise of how to do that, so asking some great questions. One, one thing that I think I want to spend a little bit more time on that you just shared that I think is so spot on. When you do find, from your perspective, looking in someone else's soul and you see the gift and then you highlight that gift 
it's so fascinating to hear the person's response when something comes so naturally to them that doesn't require any effort, any energy. It just happens. They think, and tell me if you've seen this. Oh, well, doesn't everybody do this? Doesn't everybody do that? And or, you're like, no. <laughs> like, what's the big deal? Uh, yeah. Right. right. What, where does that come it? from, I wonder? Like, yeah. Because I think we're wired to, to assume that if something's going to have massive value or really serve a lot of people, it should be really hard. Mm. It should be really difficult and it should require lots of blood, sweat, and tears. Sometimes mm. that's the case, but mm. not always. And so because it's so natural to us and it's literally intuitive for us, mm-hmm. we just think, no, we do. Like here, here's an example. My wife is so great at problem solving in technical ways. Oh, wow. Like, that's huge. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have zero bone in my body of QAing technical issues right. and problems. And she's so naturally intuitive that she just knows what to ask, what to question, what to do, what questions to search on Google, like even little things like that. It's just so intuitive. So when I don't, in a way, she kind of is like, dude, are you kind of like a little helpless or clueless? And I'm like, well, maybe. (laughs) Or you're just really good, honey. And I tell her, honey, you're so good at it. Yeah. So good that she just feels yeah. like, well, doesn't everybody do this? I'm like, no, it's not intuitive for a lot of personalities. For some it is, but for me, not, not at, all. at all. And she's just so great at well, seeing that. You bring up another great um, strategy for that, which I also recommend to, to people is sometimes you, if you just can't see it and you're stuck, right? Gather the people closest to you who know you best, right? Gather like five, seven people and ask them. Send them an email, send them a text. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you all think I'm good at? You will be surprised, right? More often than not, like over half will have the same answer. And you'll totally. be like, I didn't even think about that, right? right? Kind of like doing this informal focus group of the people who know you, because as everyone knows, it's easier to see things in others than, than yourself. So yeah. you reflecting that for your wife is a great example of that. That's so great. It reminds me of, of an exercise we did in business school where we did exactly that. And and what I liked about this particular exercise is our professor had us go to different facets of our lives, not just at work. So, mm-hmm. so we did the work setting we did, in, you know, in this case, school setting, we did at home, we did with friends, we did in church community service, what, every walk of life that, that knows us on a, on a fairly deep level, we asked, and, and, and what he said was, actually she, this was a, a female that, a professor at the time, she was amazing, is amazing. She said, watch the patterns, mm-hmm. and, you know, just as you said. And she said, be, be prepared to look for words. And so we used a little software program to do like a word cloud, you know, and, and just oh, yeah, to see yeah. what were the pattern words that kept coming up. So I totally recommend that exercise to anyone listening. If you're wondering for your own gifts and for the gifts of those you lead, this is a really cool team building exercise as well, where people can pour into each other as to really identify what are those gifts and focus on those gifts and really leverage those gifts versus just kind of take them for granted or n- don't really put them in a place or in a role where they can flex 
in in a really healthy way those gifts right so awesome point that. oh, that's great and you said something really important and i know we got to probably move on but like oh it's good i i like i like it's back and forth it's okay, super good. energetic you're you're fun to talk with <laughs> oh yeah you too like how you said and focus on those gifts because a lot of times you can lose focus easily because then yeah. You get excited, you follow the shiny things, you get inspired. So you have a million ideas. Where do I start? I don't know if you, you, you can see it, but the folks in the podcast can't. Behind me, I have a little sign. It says multi-passionate and proud. So mm-hmm. like, I like a lot of different things. And so in the beginning, I thought I was like a scatterbrain, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm over here, I'm over there, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Especially those of us who are like serial entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. And you can start to feel scattered. But if you pay attention, you see the patterns, right? Mm. And it's actually all connected. And once you can get down to kind of that root, that's when you feel grounded. And that's mm. when you say, actually, I'm not scattered. I'm always rooted in this one thing. It just manifests in different ways. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Wow, super cool. I love hearing that. Uh, I want to take a little bit of a tangent. I'd like to hear, as you've gone through this for yourself, what what are the gifts you found? You've kind of shared a couple a little bit, but I'd like to go a little deeper on as you've done the self-discovery and have learned, wow, I'm, I'm actually good at that. I'm good at this. What, what are those gifts that you found? And then my second question is going to be, how did it feel when you really discovered and solidified those? So first, what are the gifts that you found within yourself? Oh yeah. Thank you for asking. So one is that what I thought was a weakness was actually a gift, which is my empathy and mm-hmm. like my, my, I'm very like open hearted, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of the opposite of what people tell you you need in business, right? You've right. got to be tough. You right. can't take things personally, blah, blah, blah. And so in the beginning, I felt like I was, I'm a very sensitive person. Mm-hmm. But then once I got to the point where I saw that as like a superpower, I was like, you're sensitive. That means you're going to be noticing things other people won't. Totally. You can pull out things other people can't. You're going to be feeling and ex- and also putting out energies that other people may not, right? And mm-hmm. so once I started like leaning into that, that became a real gift for me. So one of my gifts I say now is that I'm a heart-centered and I feel like it's okay to go with what feels right as opposed to what someone told you to do, right? Mm-hmm. Or like this mm-hmm. expert said or that book said, what feels good. So that's a big one for me and like, leading by intuition. Another gift I would say is connecting people. Like I'm that person like, oh my gosh, Jeff, now that you told me about your wife's technical QA Mm -hmm. abilities, you've got to meet so-and-so, right? Like I love doing that. Um, Uh And it's genuine. And I love seeing what comes out of those connections. That's Mm -hmm. huge. And I think that's why the event Blogalicious did so well, because I was really good at like, I need this speaker because I know these people need that. And then people would come into the room and, you know, so that's another, another gift. And then I would say another one is being strategic about things. Hmm. So I'm good at kind of taking a a mess on a platter, if you will, (laughs) and like organizing it so that it looks like a nice presentable meal. So whether it's you have all these ideas, but you feel stuck, you're not sure where to start. I'm able to help people put together like a strategy and where to start and give you like steps to, to really bring your idea into the world. Mm-hmm. That's um, a huge one. Or like where I'm at now, right? I'm at a, a, a nonprofit that needed digital strategy and kind of had a mess. Has mm-hmm. a mess. Helping them organize that into right. a strategy, right? Like what do we need to do from here? So I, I would say those three. So cool. So I hear 
heart, heart-led leadership and empathy, seeing that as a strength. I hear a really powerful ability to connect great people and, and the, the fruits of seeing those connections and how that totally fills your cup. And yeah. then three, I hear you organize, it's strategy, but it's specifically organizing order and structure from chaos in helping people really focus on the right things to help them move forward. That's awesome. And so yeah. when you discovered those gifts, how did it, how did you feel? How, what, what, what did you experience as oh you get that? Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's freeing. Mm-hmm. It's so freeing. And at, a zillion years ago, I wrote this blog post about, I read an article about Oprah and how she tries to always be in flow. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh yeah, <laughs> easy for you to do Oprah. But then when I, discovered those gifts and was able to like walk them out. I felt like I was in flow. Yeah. So I, I got it then. I was like, Oh my God, this is what it feels like. Right. It feels natural. Totally. Like you said earlier, it feels totally. like this is why I'm here. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now we're going to pause a little bit. You just nailed something massive for leaders that are listening. This is why it's so critical to unlock the gifts within the people that we lead because work no longer becomes the stressful, friction-filled, terrible thing. When we can help people really figure out what they do really well mm-hmm. and then align the work around those gifts, they are fired up. They are so excited. They're so energized. And so Jim Collins calls this getting the right seat on the right bus. On the right bus. So yeah. <laughs> getting in the right company that you know fits That's your core values, but then getting in your place where you are built, you are made to really shine and do great work. I think many, if not most, if not all of us can recognize moments in our lives when we've been doing work that just was not our core genius. It just, <laughs> and it just was tiring. Yeah. And you get done and be exhausted You're and drained. wouldn't have anything left. Yes. Nothing <laughs> left in the tank. And, and, and you're crazy some, and miserable. Huh? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Yeah. There, there may be some who are thinking, yeah, stop laughing because that's me right now. And, right, and when right. I'm done with no, work, I, I hear it. it's tiring, right? So so I don't mean to be insensitive to anyone who's in that moment right now. Here's where I will push. If anyone is feeling that right now, you don't have to stay there. There are many opportunities within your company to do what, what really helps flex your, your gifts and outside of your company. And Absolutely. We as leaders, we have the stewardship to help those that we're leading and growing and developing to find where people do their magical work. The stuff that just makes them tick, that gives them a spring in their step, that gives them that discretionary effort that when the clock is done and quote unquote their work is done, they're still energized. They're still, that's yeah. when you know you're in a great spot. So good. And that's, that's where, where leadership is so critical. Like you can treat that feeling of like, gosh, I'm miserable and this sucks. Treat that as like your, you know, spirit telling you, mm-hmm. hey, that's because this is not the right place for you, right? You're not in the right seat. <laughs> it could and be on the okay. right path. I don't know. Yeah. And that's okay. Right. But I love that you said also, Jeff, that there are there are opportunities for where you currently are to flex that muscle and yeah. to get better at it. One mm-hmm. thing I always say to people is like, if you are in, you know, a job that you don't love and is not, and you're not passionate about, treat that as your first investor, right? Yeah. They're giving you a paycheck though, and maybe even benefits. Jeez. So take it for right now and then do what you love, 
on the side, do it yeah. and then build that up to a place where you can make the transition. And I bet, right, like a lot of jobs now have training programs, courses you can take, right? Mm-hmm. Like affinity groups you can join to learn about other people who maybe, you know, are more in line with the space you want to be in. So like really look at where you are currently and see mm-hmm. what tools are there to help you get to where you want to go. So good. So good. And so, you know, if there are people listening that are in that spot of, man, I do feel taxed and tired and I'm not doing what I'm born to do. But it's hard because this was my life dream. I don't know. Sound familiar, Stacey? Yeah, right? Little, like, like exactly what you were doing, right? It's like, no, I, you, I mean, that was a goal years in the making. You finally arrived and then worked at it three years only to go, yeah, this is not what I thought it would be. And you weren't really living your gifts. And and had the fear, had the insecurity, had the, I don't know, could I do this? What will people think? What, all loans. this stuff. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right? Totally, totally. Which yeah. only exacerbates the fear, right? For sure. Yeah. But see, that you had the courage to be more yeah. ready to lead in different ways, right? And, yeah. and to unlock your genius somewhere else, which is so great. I love it. I love it. And, and even more critical that we as leaders, the lives that, you know, we are helping, that we are working with, we have such an awesome opportunity to help people flourish and to feel valued and to feel seen and to feel heard because they're doing what they're born to do. We can, mm-hmm. we can do that if we look for it. If Instead we of, no, we got to get that job done. We got to get this goal done. We have to hit this project. How do we do it? Still hitting the goals and the projects, but with, within a way that's super harmonious and in flow, to use your words, that works with people's gifts that are inside. So great. Awesome, awesome stuff. This is great, great stuff. I mean, honestly, lots of people could stop listening already and be like, yeah. all right, I got enough for this. I, I, I got a lot to uh, apply already. But we're going to go a little farther and then we'll be done. I, I want to tap into that, to the topic of when you, when you share your life cake and your career cake, like mm-hmm. the words you wrote that I thought were great, <laughs> strategy magic, such a yep. great phrase. You know, what is it you discovered that can help enable people to have their life and career cake and eat it too? What, what do you mean by that? That's just an awesome topic in and of itself. Yes, because we are programmed to, um, you know, go. You, you go to school, you pick a major, you focus on that thing, you get the job and that's it, right? And why can't, and this was me, my question to myself, right? Why can't you have both? Why can't you mm-hmm. do work that also fulfills you? And why can't you do work that fulfills you, that is you? So yeah. that it's not, my name is Stacy, and this is my title. Mm-hmm. But, and you asked me this before we started recording, like, my name is Stacy, and what I do is, right, mm-hmm. help people connect with one another in a way that helps them unlock their gifts, right? Mm. And that can that can translate across jobs, in and outside of work, no matter what I'm doing. And yeah. so that was that was my thing. I'm like, there there is a way you can do that, but it takes mm-hmm. work. And yeah. so and I also my my blog was all about like in, like enjoying life, seizing the day, right? Life is the party, yeah. that type of thing. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. that visual of like, I want to eat my cake, right? And I want to eat my life cake and my career cake. Like, why can't right. I do? Why do I have yeah. to pick? Uh-huh. You know, to those people who 
maybe are working the nine to five and are miserable, but they're living for the weekends when they can go cycling or, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. go kayaking or do whatever. Is there a way where you can flip it, right? And, And do the thing that you love to do and make it make a career out of it like yeah. it's possible totally totally with you i'm yeah. living proof of that right now you know yeah, i i I, I knew 15 years ago i'd be coaching ceos but i wanted to really get more in the trenches experience of building businesses versus coaching from theory and and now i get to do it and i right. it's it's amazing the energy i have after i'm done quote unquote working and how i can just continue to thrive and love life and do things that are really exciting. Now, what, what happened, what had to happen in order to get there? Overcoming massive amounts of fear. Yes. Self-doubt, insecurity, all the stuff that we go through. I'm like, wait, who am I to coach CEOs? I've never actually been a CEO of a company. So how should I, why, why should I be the one doing that? That's a very real question, right? Outside looking in, you think, oh, well, you're doing it. So why did you even ask the question? Because I'm human. Yeah, and we all have different variations of that. But when we let those stories dictate who we're going to be and how we're going to show up, we, we put a cap on our potential. Oh, the, story, the stories can be a oh, killer. Oh, boy. Yeah, and and the stories are true in our they're minds. They're true. They no like, one can even realize. And you're like, oh, I'm yeah. playing that story again in my head. Yeah. Totally. It's funny. It's easy to see stories in someone else, but in your own, oh, it's, yeah. reality, it's true. It's like, this is not a story. This is true. This is how it is. <laughs> I feel like that happened to me this morning. My best friend, I was complaining about something. My best friend called me out and I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so good. easy to see it in other people. Yeah. It is. So good. So as we wrap up, what I'd love, love people to do that are listening, take a quiet moment right now to just kind of think through, do I believe that everyone that I lead has gifts inherent within if i do believe that next question is do i know what they are i'm kind of going through an algorithmic way of thinking if this then that right so if you if you do know what they are are you helping them leverage that if you don't know what they are what are you doing to discover them Mm. because ultimately what we're trying to do is unlock these gifts in everybody so that work becomes way more meaningful, way more inflow, way more powerful, way more productive. And ultimately, guess what? Your bottom line of your business improves dramatically. Now that's not the motive. That's just a really cool end game that can happen. Unfortunately, right. we, we like we do it the reverse we do way it when we're leading. Right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully yeah. that that can be an exercise uh, worthwhile for for many of you as you're leading people. But I think Stacy to your point as you led this start with ourselves you know how how are we unlocking our own gifts and maybe the exercise is just as we mentioned asking different people from different facets of our lives what do you think my gift or gifts are and and have them use very specific language by the way generalities don't help specificity is really helpful in that exercise and see what happens you know it'll be interesting and we'd love to hear your feedback i'd love to hear what you uncover in yourself and in your teams but man, this is this is really fun, fun work and why I love leadership, because we truly do help create an impact and shape people's lives, whether that's positive or negative. It's totally up to us and how we show up as we lead. 
I love that. So yeah, it's good stuff. Very great stuff. Anything, Stacy? As you as we as we wrap up, are there any other? You know, if there's one thing to leave with people, what would you what would you like to share, and what would you like them to really have in their minds as they as they close out this episode? Yeah, I want I want you to think about when is the last time you felt like you were in flow, right? When's the last mm-hmm. time you felt like, ah, like you exhaled, you were energized, everything was in alignment. What were you doing then? Mm-hmm. You know, that's something important to think about that we lose sight of a lot. Are you seeing that moment as as a time when you were really stepping into your gift? Mm-hmm. So think about that. And then when is the last time you were leading someone or working with someone and you saw them light up, right? You saw them yeah. exhale. Like, how did that feel? And like, recognize that's the feeling, that's the moment you're going for when you're helping others unlock, right? It's kind of that that moment. So yeah, I would encourage everyone to look for that, you know, in themselves and others. That's really what what I think it's all about. So true. Which interestingly, the end starts with the beginning. And as you mentioned already, as we lead, it's about others. It's about thinking of others. So (laughs) you're you're a poet and you didn't even know it, right? I didn't even know it. started and ended that way. Perfect. Can I quote my grandma? Yeah, yeah. He said, said, you're a poet. You didn't even know it. Your feet show it. They're Longfellows. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's a way to end a podcast. (laughs) My kids always groan. They're like, okay. I'm sure they do. (laughs) So good. I think it's great. <laughs> Thank such you. great takeaways. So many great um, nuggets and pearls of wisdom. Thank you for doing the work personally so that you can take it out to the world for others as well to unlock their gifts within them. It's it's just such a massive opportunity as leaders that we have to first do it within ourselves and then to lead with others and help others as well. So thank you everybody for joining us on this journey. Stay tuned for more actionable, awesome advice from more, more thought leaders as we continue on this journey to be ready to lead every day, because every day provides a new opportunity to learn and to grow on this mountain that we're, that we're trying to summit that is summitless called leadership. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you, Stacy. We appreciate you. That. Thank you for all the good you're doing in the world. You're, you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Great talking to you. You bet. Our pleasure. All right, everybody have a great rest of your day, night, weekend, wherever you are. And, Go be more ready to lead. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Ready to Lead show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a rating on your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to stay updated on the release of new episodes, be sure to hit that follow button. And Jeff and Richard, they want to hear from you. If there's an episode topic you'd like to hear them dive into, or something about today's episode that was a big breakthrough, or maybe even something you disagree with, they want to know. Send them an email at feedback at readytolead.com. Thanks again for tuning into this episode. We'll see you on the next one.